You're listening to Return Again, where we look at Aliyah through the lens of Olim who have lived in Israel long enough to have perspective. I'm Goel Jasper, and my guest today is Stu Schrader. Stu grew up in New Jersey, but that's not where it became clear to him that Israel was where he wanted to build his life. It was a visit to a well-known biblical city, and not Jerusalem, not Hebron, not any others that you would guess, during his post-high school year in Israel that clarified his goals. I sat with Stu recently, and we talked about everything from terror attacks to raising kids to Sukkot on a cramped balcony. Stu has some important opinions he shares and lots of food for thought for all of us. Here's Stu Schrader returning again. Let's do the climb now. Oh my God, yes! I want to tell you something. Hold that, please. When I came to... I get this one? Cheers, anyway, my friend. L'chaim, l'chaim. Thank you for coming to my house. Thank you for having me. Amen. Amen. Mm. What? That's a little halacha. You ready a little, little halacha? Okay. Sephardim have it right. How do they have it right? So, um, Kidneyot? Nah, oh. <laughs> Except they, but they, they pay for that. Every, every yellow. Exactly. So, so they pay ahead. for that. So what's, what's Go the take this. So, um, this is delicious, by the way. I know, it's actually not bad now. Yeah, it's yeah. good idea. The good. Um, so I, what do we do when we drink uh, whiskey? We don't drink anything. We say l'chaim. Yeah. So generally what people do is say l'chaim. It's backward. Go ahead. We should be saying thanks, God. First. Thank you, Hashem. Yeah, first. Thank I think you, people Hashem. just think there's a half sake. Right. So, right, exactly. So, how do we do it? How should we do it? Savim Aranan. Ah, right. Every, gentlemen, ladies, is it all right to drink? L'chaim. Baruch Ah, okay. That way you bring everyone involved. You make Shoot, your bracha you close to, to them. No, no, we're good. All right. So, let me so tell you a little, a little okay. story. And it fits in perfectly with the fact that we're drinking this delicious whiskey right now. <laughs> when I visited Israel for... The second time. When you were? I was 30. I was 30. You were still Glenn. When I, <laughs> I was. When I visited her for the second time. And we, uh, it, was, it was during the Intifada. I was 29. I was 29. During the Intifada, right after September 11th. And our Rav brought us here on like a solidarity mission, which as you know, solidarity missions where the people think they're coming to help the Jews in Israel, and actually it has the opposite. So we went to Nofe Aviv to listen to some people who live in Israel. <laughs> right. In terms of like, what is life like? The heart. Yeah, that's right, the, the heartland heart of, of Israel. Israel. No, but the point was for Americans, it kind of is. Yeah, of course. Like, we go to their shul, which is like this really nice shul in like this like, I guess you'd call it suburban neighborhood. Right? Yeah. And, and I called a friend of mine on the phone, a friend of mine who was <laughs> temporarily so in Israel. And I was like, Aaron, you can kind of have whatever life you want in Israel. And he's like, yeah, Israel is not the way it used to be. And so here we are drinking single malt in your den, office it, well, kind of room. It, it, it was, it, it was a, a guest room. It's the orange room. That's what it's called? As you can tell. It, it is orange. 
and there's even a sign. It's called the Orange Room. It's called the Orange Room. Yeah. Um, And it was designed when we had, um, so this is an extension to the house. Right. And we designed it. The idea was that we have have three girls and a boy. So what we did was we made the boy's room smaller. So he's on his own. Because he doesn't care. He's a boy. Exactly. And how much, I mean, how much room do you need to throw your stuff on the floor? Right. The less floor, the less messy. Exactly. I mean, it's just a limit to that point. So like, oh my God, I got to get it cleaned up at some point. Um, and then uh, the, so we put our girls, three girls, um, their ages range, they're about all told seven years apart, right? So the first two are From about two years apart. Girls. Yeah. The so girls. no, it goes girl, girl, boy, girl. Oh, all, all four right. are all f- within seven years. Exactly. So the, the, the oldest girl, next girl, they're two years apart. Right. And then the last girl is five years after the second girl. So seven years apart. There. Yeah, yeah. So we put them all in the same room. But you can't really, like, you have to do homework, desks, stuff like that. So we created here three desks. Uh, that's what you see here. Yeah, 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 yeah. With the computer there, that's, that's two desks there. One desk here. Okay. Books, bookshelves and stuff like that. And we use this as a guest room also. We, we, we added a bed. So grandparents stayed here. Yeah. Guests stay here. Anyone wants. They have their private bath. They have, and I built, on purpose, I built a mirpeset sukkah. Added on here. It huh. is exactly halachic. Um, the words, width small. is perfect. Yeah it's, it's, yeah, yeah, it's enough for me to sleep in. This is where we hang out. Benny and I sleep in the sukkah together. Benny's 22, significantly bigger than I am. Still sleeps in the sukkah. And generally, the way it works out on Sukkot is that when I'm going out to either Davin or do the dafyomi, he's coming back from a night out. Um, Got it. Yet he's sleeping in the sukkah. So we do feet to yeah. feet. It's a, it's a quite, it must be quite the sight seeing us. We sleep on an angle. Two, I mean, I'm not an adult man. I'm an adult yeah. male. I'm not a grown male. But he's, a, he's an adult male and a grown male. And so the, yeah. seeing the two of us sleep in there like this and, and kicking still, each other. it's still the way you do it. Absolutely. And he loves, we look so, forward to that whole week. So... I could I could spend more time talking about this whole phenomenon of like three desks, which is fascinating to me because our kids never did any homework. Oh, so oh, oh that lasted desks. a week. Okay, fine. So can I can I introduce <laughs> you to our listeners? Uh, if you have to, <laughs> if you have to. My name is Shlomo Kastner. <laughs> that was last time. <laughs> Stu Schrader. Uh, thank you for allowing me into your home to speak with you about your Aliyah journey. Ah, all right. There are some people I want to interview because they represent something. When I interviewed Myrna Bennett, the mother of our prime minister, like... Yeah, but her other son's a doctor. No. <laughs> uh, something like that. Right, right. High tech. High tech. The husband was a scientist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. He was not. He was in PR, actually, for, um, for Technion. So, you know, they have sort of like a little bit of a celebrity to them. So it's interesting for people to hear that our prime minister at the end of the day is the child of Olim. Right. And, uh, and there are others who fit that category and there are others who I just want to interview because I just really want to understand where they're coming from and I want the listeners to hear their philosophy on things. And that's the category you're in. Oh, I was thinking like, now, who, if, who are you talking yeah, if, about? If, unless you're actually famous and I'm not aware of that, then we get like a double right, whammy. Well, speak to, uh, well so... Um, so thanks. I, I've, I've appeared on the cover of, I've appeared in the newspaper, picture of mine has appeared in the cover in the newspaper, in the English language newspaper in Israel, and in Ma'ariv. In uniform, I appeared in Ma'ariv once. Really? Yeah, it had to do with the Antifada. It is a, it is a war story. Okay, we'll get there. Yeah, it's, it's a funny war story. 
I want to go back further. Oh, wow. All right. You grew up where? Um, I say I grew up in West Orange, New Jersey. Okay. And no, well, why do I say that? Chicago? Like... No, no, no. Right. <laughs> I say that like, people say, where are you from? Right. Right, where are you from? So I've lived in Israel yeah. since 1990. Quick math has me here way more than half my life. Sure. So people say, where are you from? I say, well, I'm, uh, I'm from Beit Shemesh. So when you were in West Orange... Yes, no, sir. No, no, I'm still working on this one. Oh, that's um, all right. I appreciate it. This, this is going to be an interesting conversation. Oh, you're kidding. I'm, oh. I'm, just, I'm getting warmed <laughs> up, dude. And you just did a workout. Yeah. So like... <laughs> it's totally going... It's so going yeah. north. Um, <laughs> uh, when was the first time the concept of like Israel Aliyah great even question. came to you? Absolutely great question. My first trip, I was six and a half. I right. took my parents with me. <laughs> right. Just in case. Right. I mean, I know you, so like... I actually kind of believe that. Right, right. We, they, they, this is like, Stu, let's go to Israel. Now, six and a half, I mean, I was 74, give okay. or take. Okay. Like the summer of 76, so like a year after Yom, Yom Kippur, Kippur, maybe? Something like that. Right. Yeah, yeah, no joke. Summer after Yom Kippur. I, I, so I didn't fully understand that. Even, I mean, there was, we had it in our brains. We didn't really understand it. Um, why, why did you guys come here? Uh, my parents were, you know, Israel Bonds, UJA people. Okay. They were. Um, parents grew up in uh, Orthodox America of the 30s, 40s, 50s, and 60s. Which was, they went to an Orthodox shul, they yeah. weren't necessarily Shomer Shabbat? Well, I don't, no, I don't want to push that. I, okay. I, I think they were Shomer Shabbat for a okay. while. Mm-hmm. Um, my grandfather, my <laughs> um, and it's really yeah, true. He was. <laughs> <laughs> he was. Um, um, he was and, and his story is, is way better than mine because he was uh, immigrated to America as a teenager, he was like right. the Koch Halutz. He was sent ahead to see if everything's okay. Got him, it's right around World War I. 1915, 16, somewhere in there. Yes. Um, as a young man, really as a young man, 16 years old maybe, well, something like that. He then, or you know, maybe it was in 1919, and, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? 1920, whatever it was, right after there, he made it here. Then he sent for the rest of the family. Like, made it, he didn't make it here. No, he yeah, sorry, thank you. I'm sorry, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I'm th- thank you. And he um, eventually went to law school in America. Right. I think he went to, if I remember correctly, he went to Fordham Law School. Okay. Now, my grandfather, the religious Jew, went to Fordham Law School, but Jesus hanging on the wall. Right, right. right? Fordham was uh, a Jesuit, Jesuit school. Yeah. Um, good law school, solid, really. He, the story goes that he would take classes on Shabbat. He would walk. And he must have walked... 60 or so blocks to go and wouldn't write, would sit in the class and wouldn't write on Shabbat. Wow. He then, uh, while studying for the bar, he was trying to get jobs. And this has got to be right around the Depression time, give or take. Wouldn't work on Shabbat. So every place that he tried getting a job in, every law firm said yeah, no. Yeah, forget it. The but, classic American story. Exactly. Classic American Although story. Although in law and right, not right. in like right. a garment district. People think that, no, no, that's, that's <laughs> right. real. Yeah, yeah. Like he was in those... He was a, an Orthodox Jew from Russia. It was his third or fourth language, English. Learning, studied law, being able to, trying to pass the bar, trying to get a job in a law firm. Uh, and he wouldn't take him a job, so he became a rabbi. Right. And, and a teacher. And he eventually, he worked as a teacher and a rabbi for 50, 60 years, whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, until he eventually made Aliyah. Another story. Yeah, that's, a okay. good, that's a good story. I, I wish I could interview him. Yeah. yeah, me too. Not possible. Me too. Yeah. It may be one-sided, the interview. <laughs> <laughs> so um, right. So hey, why aren't you answering me? So uh, so he didn't work on Shabbos now. So like so my so my mother grew up in a household. She went to she went to regular didn't go to day school. Public went to Hebrew school. Went to public school. But a father Orthodox kosher home the whole thing. Um, my father went to actually 
My father did Eitzachayim uh, Elementary School, Brooklyn Talmudic Academy, BTA, yep. uh, time of Dershowitz and others. Mm-hmm. Um, then went to YU undergraduate. Then went to Einstein as a, to learn. Medical school. He's a physician. He was one of the second or third graduating class of Einstein. Um, and I grew up more or less in, in Orthodox, modern Orthodox home, Kev Shabbat, kosher, and stuff like that. When I was about eight, nine, ten, they moved, I'll say it in a kind way, they moved to the left religiously. Okay. Um, and I uh, probably moved to the right religiously. Yeah. That's when I said to them, I'm not going with you to IHOP. I'm not going with you to, uh, not going to eat dairy out with you anymore. Right. Um, I was a little kid. All right, whatever. Yeah. Um, my sisters went that direction further. So, but let's yeah. get back to this right. trip when you were six and a half. Six and a half. We came to Israel three weeks. One week I was sick, 105 temperature in translated as about 42 right. uh, temperature. I, they gave me a shot of penicillin. We found a doctor at the King David Hotel, gave me a needle this big, and every year it gets bigger. Um, okay. And for those of you on the radio, I just put my hands about 20 centimeters apart. <laughs> um, and I thought it was going to come out the other side. They gave the shot where they were supposed to give you the shot, and it was brutal. But... This is what you remember about the trip. Six and a half year old boy was sick for a week, got a shot in his butt. Right. Um, fast forward, went to high school. No, I went, no, no, no. That's all you remember about the trip? I went, I also remember the Israel Museum and, and not even Yad Vashem. I remember uh, the Dome of the Rock. Not Dome of the Rock, the uh, Shrine, Shrine of, of the, the Book. book. Right. Shrine of the Book. That's what I remember. Yeah, right. a little weird. Oh, we, we also visited, we have cousins up in, 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 in Gesher Aziv. In Kibbutz Gesher Aziv. Gesher Aziv is Nahariya. Oh, okay. Very, there's Moshav Liman and then Gesher Aziv. Very, Kibbutz very there. north. And Ayel Tashachar. We, we have cousins uh-huh. up there. They're, they're yeah. not, it's the other side of the family. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I remember sleeping in like a bomb shelter. I, dad, I definitely remember sleeping in a bomb shelter. Really? Because that's where they, that's where the guests slept. Right. Why, why run? They yeah, were, yeah, they yeah. were Katusha. <laughs> that was Katusha <laughs> heaven. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but that's what I, I, that's what I remember. Fast forward 12 years. I then, I went to, I graduated high school. Um, the thing to do was to go to Israel. Uh, Already? Was, yeah. It was, it was it, it, yeshiva. That's when people were doing that. You would take your gap year in Israel. It wasn't called a gap year. It's like it was called going to yeshiva for a year. Um, I went to Karen Yavna for a year. And during Karen Yavna, we had a, um, we had a tiyul in, around Sukkot time. Okay. Uh, all the, so right at the beginning the of the year. Became, exactly. Right? Well, after they kick us out, you know, we get there before Elul, they, they send us home. Okay. We then come back, we had no idea what we were doing. Like, where do we go? Um, we then come back, we have Elul, then Yom Kippur, said, bye. We, this concept is totally foreign to an American high school student. Well, of course, this is because it's an Israeli yeshiva. It's yeah, not totally an American sure. yeshiva. Right, yeah. it's an Israeli yeshiva. Sure. See ya. Uh, you guys, does everyone have a place to say? Good. Okay. Um, so for a week or so, we, we had like a four-day tiyul. We went to Ai. Right? The biblical city of Ai. The biblical city of Ai. The, the tour guide took out a Tanakh. Right. Took out the Bible, showed us well. And it says there, actually, the details are very good. In Yoshua, the details are very good. It says that the, the, uh, the, those who were sitting in, um, what's a Marav? Uh, sitting in ambush, sitting in the ambush were over here. The ones went in the city over there, and he said, well, here, east, west, these are your directions. This is where they're standing. My friend and I looked at each other. We were like, we're staying. <laughs> this is, yeah. That was it. That, that was it. That was like, oh, my God, this is where all, all of everything I think I believe in happened here. Yeah. We spent Shabbat in Elon Moret. Right. Elon Moret, the guy, they had a, used to have a caravan there. I don't know if you know this. 
They used to have a caravan in El Moray where they used to like give tours and so and show like well so Avram Avinu walked this way and he walked through the if you look at the, if you look over El Moray and you look where the thing is he must have come here and if you look there he's gone there it was like and it, uh, unbelievable it was like all right and and it's also they they show the eleven kilometer thing from Pukaram to Netanya they, they do the whole thing they they, they had a they, they knew they what they were agenda. doing, right? Yeah, they had yeah. an agenda. Yeah. Um, uh, that was that. And then the, the thing that closed the deal. Right. Yom Yerushalayim that year, I did, we heard about this thing from Merkaz Arav. You'd go to, that's when the Rosh Yeshiva, Merkaz Arav, the Rav Rashi came, the Rosh Yeshiva there. The Prime, Prime Minister, Minister goes. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like sure. the thing. Sure. And then from, um, from there, we danced to the Kotel. Now, you know where Merkaz Rav is to the Kotel. Not close. No, that's a, it was, it's got to be five solid kilometers, if right. not six or seven. Yeah. Um, stay up all night. Uh, next morning, the yeshiva meets us at the, meets us. I mean, we meet the yeshiva. They come daven, vatikin at the Kotel. We daven with the yeshiva, the greatest halal I've ever said in my life. To this day, so. I still know that for, for a fact. Wow. Um, our tefillot our were heard up in the heavens and uh, we then danced with everyone who was there white, black, green, red everyone was dancing the, the Hasidim were wearing our kippot. we were wearing their hats we were dancing around and I, I, that was it that closed the deal 1985 that, yes that was already 1986 that closed oh, the deal okay. so I, one day I'm going I'm to move to Israel uh, four years later I moved to Israel okay so let's go back wow because okay. yeah because because that makes all the sense in the world <laughs> but you're telling me from six and a half through high school, yeah. the idea of Aliyah was totally not on your radar screen. Not at all. Not for a second. Not a thing. Why did you even choose to come to Israel? You said it's a thing, but like, I had a. it was strictly a one-year deal. I, one so year. I'm not one of those, like, I, way more open-minded than that about these things. Okay. Although I definitely came from a, a modern Orthodox family. It's like, don't, go, don't flip out. For sure. And you had already gotten into whatever college you were going to go to. Yeah. So I had, I already, like, there was something to come back to. Yeah. I, 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 listen, I went to Ramaz. Ramaz, you know, they're the, the Hashkafa, only towards the end of my career, Ramaz, so in the mid to late 80s, right. I would say, where they, you would start seeing in their literature, you know, they would always be proud of the young man who went to uh, Gush Etzion, uh, and then went to Columbia, or the, or the young sure. woman who went to um, Lindenbaum. It wasn't Lindenbaum at the time, because Lindenbaum, when she was in my class. Um, <laughs> it, it, you went, went to uh, Machon Gold, and then went to, uh, and then went to Harvard, right. and, and uh, but then started creeping in, and then the boy went to Cambridge Yavna, and then he went to Yeshiva University. Like it started creeping into Ramaz's literature. That, that was a legitimate way to go. Now remember, Ramaz has educated itself out of uh, continued existence because they've never pushed their hashkafa on people in their school to be teachers. It's rare. Think about it. We, they want to, and, and Ramaz, it's fine, I, I, holy stuff. They want to produce balabatim, sure. who, are really, who are from, and okay. I'll say the word from, yeah. uh, whatever the relationship, I, I don't care how you deal with it. My wife went there too. I, right, I right, exactly. Balabatim who are from, who are in the world, who, who, who can be part of the world, but they're not saying... But think about it. So who, where are the teachers coming from? They come from Chavitz Chaim. It's a tricky... Oh, interesting. It's a tricky thing. Maybe, maybe from YU, maybe from the darker sides of YU and coming to Ramah. And I had these teachers. I have one of my teachers, my 10th grade rabbi, lives up in the Ramah. He's different hashkafically than I am. Right. So you and your friend look at each other during this tool when you're an I. Yes. And you're like, 
we're not leaving, so to speak. Yeah, he did. Uh, he did. Yeah. That was my question. Uh, he's, he hasn't. He's not, he's not back. No. He's... So you do a year at, at Karambayavna, and then you go to college in the For States. For four years. Now, you return to the States saying, I'm just getting this college ticket punched, and then I'm back in Israel? Like, what I was did it not like during those think, four years? I was not that mercenary. I wasn't thinking in those terms. Um, but in the end, yes. That, 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 that was hand of God-like. Um, my wife yells at me all the time. She says, oh, you're a, you're a faker because those four years, you didn't come back once. You didn't even think about it once. You didn't. I, I, I didn't. And I got into the college thing. I, I was right. involved. That's who I am. Obviously, I'm yeah, there. Yeah. I'm going to play college. Yeah. Um, so I played college. I played, you know, I, I was on the lacrosse team. So I didn't want to go, I wasn't going to go a first semester abroad because I wanted to play sports. That's a um, sport that hasn't quite made it to Israel. We tried. We've tried. Really? Yes. We so ha- I grew up in Philadelphia. Lacrosse yeah. is all right. over Philadelphia. Right. So we have, there, there is a lacrosse league here. There are youth lacrosse. It, it should be a sport that should fly in Israel because you don't have to be gigantic, gargantuan. That's right. We have good weather to do it all the time. We have yeah. soccer fields. Right, that's right. Right, we, that, we, it's they had like the world lacrosse championship. It here was like three awesome. Years ago or something. It oh, was, you went. of course. Oh, okay. Of course, I have I have my sticks here. <laughs> oh, of course, I went. It was awesome. So, so, so you're you're where where'd you go to college? Brandeis? I went to Brandeis. Okay, so, so you're doing the college thing. Did the college thing? Come to the end of college, sixty percent of my graduating class was taking the LSATs. Literally. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. They just want to go to college for another three years. Yeah. I was like, I'm not doing that. So wait a second. I remember. I was really into that Israel thing. And uh, now, here's the timing. Timing's a little tricky here. Okay. Um, I graduated in May of 90. I had cajoled my father into, into my 21st birthday gift as a plane ticket to Israel. Okay. He agreed. That was my 21st special birthday gift. I got a plane, a plane ticket to Israel. I wanted to cash it in. I cashed it in in September 1990. Now, how good, are you, how good is your history here? Saddam Hussein goes into Kuwait August oh, okay. 2nd, okay. Sure, 1990. Yeah. Right? So I am yeah. coming and I have nothing to do. I'm getting on a plane. It's like four days before Rosh Hashanah. Getting on a plane, have my backpack. Right. And they're trying to talk me out of it. And I, I was entertaining the notion maybe I'll continue on in academia, you know. PhD in literature, maybe go, go take that, that course of life. I eventually, I even, it, well, I'm here that year, I, I even studied for the GREs, get a, I study here in Israel, GREs, take the GREs in Israel. Okay. Right? Right. Like, like, what a freaking Interesting weirdo. Interesting that it was even available back oh, then. Oh, as it turns out. <laughs> as it turns out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? It, it, and there are all these things, they, the GREs, GMATs, whatever you want, you can do whatever you want. It was 1990, 1991. Yeah, something like that. Right. Um, and so they're all getting a little nervous. They're like, still, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Oh, that's right. I have friends. I'll go work it out, this and that. I get here about three or four days before Rosh Hashanah. I have a friend who's learning at Gruss. Right. Um, I go, uh, I crash on his floor, uh, basically. He gets me a bed. Uh, I'm there for... At this point, you don't know what you're going to be doing. Nope. No plans. Nope. Okay. I'm going to be in Israel. Right. Till I have to not be in Israel. No internet back then. It's right. not like you did all your research and you're like, okay, day one this, day two that. Like, no. Just, okay. I, I, I mean, sort of, no. I, had, I have relatives here. Right. I'll call them up when I come high in Israel. I went to, like, my cousin for Yontiv. I went for that cousin for that Yontiv. Yeah. And I have, like, cousins that I'm close with, my first cousins. 
Um, my siblings are in the States. My cousins. My uncle and, my uncle and aunt live here. Um, and uh, so I, I, have, I have family. The only family that I have is in Israel. It's basically other than my sisters and my parents. Um, and I, uh, I go to Gruss. I, I, yeah. I'm at BMT for Yontif. Ari Marcus is the Baltokaya. Okay. Um, he's he was a year behind me. He was a year, he's a year younger than me. Uh, but so the guys at Shalom Hammer is there, um, right. my friend who he's in Canby Avenue with me. Shalom's there, um, and I hang out at Gross for a few days. Go to cousins, this that. And I find um, we I, I I go on a tour with Mark and Scott Tobin. We we tour around the country. You had gone to college with Mark and Scott, both oh, of them. I, I overlapped with both. I was okay. in between them. Okay. Um, and uh, we, 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 we go around the country, whatever it is. Oh, as Mark's, uh, uh, he comes to my aunt's house in Italia, and she says, so how are you guys getting around? Meaning, like, I had thought that she was, was going to lend us the car. Right. Uh, and we were like, oh, uh, buses. <laughs> we did that, that, that and, was, and you continued taking buses. Yes, exactly. <laughs> there we go, buses. Um, and uh, Scott was at Hebrew U. I used to visit him there. And then eventually I found this program called Sherut La'am. Okay. Because I had a friend from college who actually... Doesn't I, exist anymore. No. Right. What is it? Sherut La'am is, is basically... Uh, it's, it's a Masa, it's a Masa program. Okay. Uh, without them knowing... Without them calling it Masa. Right. Um, that uh, it basically takes people and you... They go to different towns in Israel. A few of them. This one was in Ashkelon. They volunteer at... Uh, and they help out. So, so... And they do whatever jobs that are available. So I, what, what did I do? I, I got, joined the program late. I didn't have to go into the Ulpan because I spoke Hebrew. I had friends in the Ulpan. The Ulpan was in Ramat Yochanan. Thank God I didn't go there. I probably couldn't have eaten a thing. Um, and, uh, Wait, why did, you, why did you speak Hebrew? Where did that come from? Well, I went to Ramaz and went to Kerbi Avni. Okay, wait. I, I cared about Hebrew. I cared about it. You cared about it? Yes. You always cared about it? Yes. You were Even in elementary school. You were an excellent student? I, I, I was all right. I, I was in Hebrew subject. But I was you very cared good. about Hebrew. Oh yeah, I, I like really like I could speak now, Hebrew. Now your so, shirim are in Hebrew. My shir right? was there was no, another shir I mean. in English. My shir you was made in, sure to be in the Hebrew absolutely language only in Hebrew. Ramaz is uh, that's hardly high level Hebrew. Going <laughs> uh, which on is there. funny. So but my you, senior year Ramaz, yeah. they wanted it was junior senior year. They they really wanted to make an emphasis ivrit be ivrit. Sure. They really cared. So I had a teacher. There's a guy who. Uh, Got smicha from you came one of my teachers. He was trying. He was doing a. Uh, he was doing a master's work and graduate work in, in psychology. But he was, you know, biding the time by teaching Gemara to high school students. And he's speaking in Hebrew. Uh, right. He was doing Hebrew Hebrew Ivrit Ivrit. Yeah, and yeah. he was like teaching our class. I said to him after class, I said, "All right, here's the deal. I will lie for you. <laughs> I will. I will lie for you. I will say that you're teaching us in Hebrew, but please stop speaking Hebrew." I said this to my teacher. Because I said, he was just got, not at the level. Oh, no, no. It was, it, was, it, you know, he, it, it, it hurt. It was, it was bad. But it was more just of the, the fasten. Like, what, if you, during high school and even the beginning of Karen Beyond, I, I was, I was, you were not into living in Israel. No, but you know well, what? What I, is it? I had, like, stupid little just things. curiosity? Stupid little things. That Siduri not Israel. You see yeah, that? Yeah, I that see thing? it. It's, so it's in, uh, been through a lot. Right. So my shul in New Jersey. Right. For the bar mitzvah kids, gave them a kiddush cup, uh-huh. a chumash, and a sidur. Right. The chumash is at the end of the thing there that hurts chumash. Yeah, you yeah, see that? Classic, yeah. The classic hurts chumash. Right. Then we had a choice. You can get the Birnbaum sidur. Right. Which was the right. That's what everyone chose. Back then. I said no. 
I went for the Renat Yisrael. So Hebrew, Ivrit, Ivrit. How did you even know about the Renat Yisrael Sidur? That was the, my little Sidur that I had. No, no, where did it come from? I, 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 you know, I, I was, uh, Israel Curious. matters. Uh, yeah, Israel, Israel. You were into Israel. I was, I was. I, I was, like, I was, I was like a Jewish pride guy. Even as a kid, uh, you remember the JDL? Yes. You remember the JDL, right? Yes. So I had friends who lived on the block with me. These guys, they had bacon in the morning, bacon in the afternoon, and their name was like um, Feldman and Silverman. Right. Um, but at one point, they were actually talking that we were going to burn a Jewish star on the golf course that didn't take Jews. I was right. 10 years old. Right. Right. And I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm in. Did you do it? No, we didn't, as far as I know. Right. You're saying we didn't. Maybe exactly. they did. Right, right. I, I doubt they did, but we were, like, I was there when they were talking about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. back to uh, your year after college. Yeah, right. After college, we come to Israel. So, you, you're doing Shirut Laham in Ashkelon. In Ashkelon. It is a fascinating little thing. The first day we get there, the first night, I hear gunshots. Okay. Great neighborhood. The first half hour that I'm there, I still remember the story. I don't even know if my, I've ever told my kids the story, but it's a great right. story. Okay. First hour we're there. I get there. The other people are coming in. I take a nap, right? That's what you do. Take a nap. But I wake up from the nap, and I'm hearing a ruckus going on inside. And as I'm walking down the stairs, I hear, oh! Okay. Like a whole crowd. That was, that was good sound effect. It was a great thing. I then get down the stairs, look out, and I see a guy absolutely in um, convulsions. convulsions on the ground next to me. It turns out that this gentleman next to me, um, uh, who's really five meters from me, um, had, been, uh, had barricaded himself inside his apartment and was throwing things out the window. He, he, he had a, a, a manic episode. Okay. Um, barricaded the door, locked the door, you know, the Rav Bariach doors that you can't open unless you're a fireman and it takes like That's seven right. minutes to do That's it. Right. The police, in their infinite wisdom, fired tear gas in there. The guy, the police, the fireman couldn't get in. The guy lost his patience, lost, couldn't stay in there. Right. Flew, jumped out of the bird, flew like a bird. Landed like a human. Right. Four days later, they... He died. Right. That was my first this two hours to Ashkelon, in Ashkelon. Um, so eventually there, I, I was there for a few months with a whole bunch of others. Doing teaching, what? Like teaching tennis. Teaching doing, tennis. Yeah, I taught tennis. Um, I, I taught English in the school. I went to the school. They asked me, Oh, so really like whatever they needed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are the things I want to do. I said, I'll do that. Okay, I'll teach tennis. Yeah. I, I can teach tennis. I can teach. Uh, that, that's You're not fun. getting paid. No, 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 no. I think they gave like money for food. Apartment. We have food. an apartment. Have an apartment yeah. for beautiful, beautiful digs. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, the uh, uh, I was like we were doing we we helped build we doing like carpentry kind of stuff. No idea. Yeah, I was I was there. I was, I was with a friend of mine from from college actually. That was nice. As time goes on, the rumblings from the Middle East, from the different part of the Middle East, are getting stronger and stronger and stronger. Program falls apart. Everyone leaves. Not me. Except Stu. Yeah, I'm not, I don't know where to go. I'm not, like, I'm not waiting for me back in the States. We're going to go there and do nothing. I'm going to stay here and do nothing. So I said, but you know what? It's time. I want to go back to Yeshiva. I thought that, that, that was, it was time to do that. And I want to go in the Army. Right. So two, I had two purposes. 
go to a fine yeshiva to go to. It turns out it's Bravinders. Other yeshivas don't accept me. I'm old and this and that, middle of the year. No, I said, Bravinders, they're open minded. Me and Rabbi Riskin, Rabbi Riskin's yeshiva, Rabbi Bravinders, my cousin's teaching there. Um, they, everyone's like nervous. Say, the interview, they let my cousin interview me. They put me in his shear. They're all nervous of this and that. It worked out just fine. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, I then, after a couple of months, I go to Oretzion because Rav Drukman is he accepts people uh, who want to go into the army. I was like, hey, um, so you go there for a few months, meet the guys who are going to the army. I met the guys, went to the army, went to the army with them. So I was in the army for another year. Then we went back to Oretzion afterwards. Um, what did you do in the army? I am a tank commander in the army. Uh, did reserve duty for did, did it, 20 plus years. Did it matter it to you wh- how you were going into the army? Like did, or did you just... I, um, I actually had an ideology. They... No, I had an ideology at the time that I wanted to be with uh, Yeshivotes there. That was, right. I wanted to be Ben Yeshiva, uh, right. Benish, as they said. Yeah. I had that ideology. I liked, I liked the idea that I go with people that I know. That was important. I think now I probably wouldn't. Uh, I probably wouldn't do that. Um, I think I would. No, but I would do it differently. Okay. I'd be probably like one of the three-year, three-year guys. I'd be like Yishvag Voha, then the army for three right. years, or however so, much longer. So I want. I want to I'm ask sorry. you a philosophical. Question. I'm all, you know, philosophically away. You ready? Go. You grow up. You go to Ramaz. Oh, you're good. You go to Karambi Yavne. I know that. Yeah, I know. You go to Bravinders. Yeah, I know. Then you go to Oretzion. Oh yeah. Now Oretzion. Because my, as you know, my son went there also, where the Rosh Hashiva of Drukman has as his as a, as a core tenet of his philosophy, your religious service is when you're wearing green, and your national service is when you're sitting in the Beit Midrash. But that's not necessarily what they're teaching at Ramaz. No, that's not. <laughs> and, and even Karen So you, in a pretty short period of time, Ramaz, um, Karen Brandeis. Brandeis, Bravinders, Oresion. You're exposed to so many different perspectives. Absolutely. Good, good, good point. How did you synthesize all that? Did you synthesize all that or did you choose I, so as more it turns this out, than it, that? No, that's, it, 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 there were certain cross, cross, not crossroads. I think let's not get ahead. Let's not think we're such tremendous that that. The, Go the ahead. World, yeah, let's, intersections? Yeah, intersections. Like, let's, guys. <laughs> Overlap? Life. Life. Life oh, happens. Cross. Yeah, you do. Yeah. You do mean. Yeah, I do mean crossroads, crossroads, but they're not okay. like, oh, this is the momentous decision. Yeah, yeah. I'm going this. You, you, you live your life. I had a professor in college, Eli Hirsch. You're looking at your bookcase. Yes. So he wrote a book. Got it. Yes, a book on personal <laughs> identity. Okay. No, oh, interesting. It's okay. that's his thing. That was his thing. Turns out he has a brother with some Russian yeshiva, some black yeshiva in Israel. Eli, I think, probably also ate kosher food. Uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> grew up in Borough Park. Kind of thing. Right. Philosophy professor. Um, he had actually had one of my favorite lines as a philosophy student. He said, um, there is one philosopher I agree with 100%, myself. People would ask us, who, who do you hold like? I don't think we answer, who do you hold like? But Because but, I, I, in the end, it's, it's whatever sits in my brain. That was, it was a good point. But, th- but these are strong Yes. So I, 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 I definitely see... My own, um, that thing about serving the people in the, I, I'm, I'm probably a believer in that very strongly. That when I was, yeah, my religious, my religious obligation is to serve in the army. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's true. I, I, I think it's tempered over the years. Mm-hmm. Uh, only because I, I live in Beit Shemesh and I, and I see the world and we react to the world in, in other ways. And my uh, national obligation is to learn Torah. I, I, and that's, I, I, that's fine. I buy that. 
certainly for, for those young men, I'm going to say that, and now young women, Baruch Hashem, um, who are learning Torah and going to the army, that, that period of time, that is a, a, a fine educational philosophy. I can get totally behind it. Um, I definitely saw myself holding in, in discussions in, um, while in the army with my guys that, I, I, that, I, that um, my, the, the Oretzion, if you will, how Am Yisrael, Torah Yisrael, Eretz Yisrael, right. um, or, and is a, is a chain that is all connected to each other. If you cut right. the chain, it's the whole thing falls apart. Right? It's, it's not, not a, a triangle. It's, it's, it's not, not even points. a hierarchy. It's, it's not a, a hierarchy. Yeah. Right? It's all, they're all part of the same thing. Yeah, right? Yeah. I didn't buy that. I right. probably don't buy that. So, so I'm, I'm more willing uh, in the territorial compromise thing, I'm more willing to hear things. Okay. Right. I'm, I'm more willing to hear And that. always have been. Yes, always have been. Uh, as far as I can remember. Right. That's probably a Ramaz thing. Yeah. No, that's that's, that's probably a Ramaz thing. Um, I, I'm definitely to the right of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I but I but but I'm, I'm I'm definitely to the left of you. me. Yes. Right. But it, no, but it, it, and I've always I've always been aware of that. And, it, mm-hmm. and on a personal level, mm-hmm. I've always been aware of that. that co- totally cool. Right. So I I, I mo- like if if <laughs> like you're not the only person who holds like that. It's like but it happens to be my my good friend Goel holds like this. Um, right. well, but wait a second. That's a, that's a, that, I believe it as both a philosophical, I, I believe it as a religious and a national thing also. I believe in both sides. I hear that. Right, I, it's not I, a... I hear that. Well, I'm, I'm still on this influences thing because Karen Yavna also has to be Yeah, so Yavne, So what was it about that that didn't speak to you? I, I was not. It was a wonderful place. Of course, it, it, there, listen, no, no, they, they, don't need, they don't need us to, right, right, right. to justify It wasn't the right place for me. It wasn't the right place for me. Why not? I too from. I too from. Um, Interesting. The Rosh Hashivas, his Rebbe was the Chazanish. Yeah. Sorry. Right. His Rebbe was the Chazanish. Okay. It wasn't the Rav. Uh, it wasn't... Uh, when you say the Rav, what do you mean? Uh, oh, I, I said it like that. Yeah. I meant Rav Soloveitchik. You did mean Rav yes. Okay. I didn't say Harav. Right. That's someone else. Yes. That's Rav Kook. Right. Right. And, and I, I heard... I mean, I heard Torah from from one line and from the other line. I heard Torah of, like with Rav Jukin, we learned we learned Torah Rav Kook, yeah, um, and it, it was what I always found. I, one of the things I was I was greatly impressed with. People, and this is a, this is a Western educated person. I'm such I'm the expert, um, but philosophically, the way Rav Kook talks in like Rayon Haideot and in other places. Um, is squarely and firmly entrenched in Western philosophical thought. And you see there's overlap there. And Rav Kook, unless he came to this totally on his own, which is totally possible, but he's using classic Western philosophical tools. and Sure, well, I, I, that because he understood who he was communicating with. Right, uh, it, it, uh, even though his, his language right. is often obtuse. Um, sorry. And and, nice and opaque. <laughs> no, it is. <laughs> it is. Um, I have to show you like one of my svarim, my one of my rough cook things that I have when I learned it with someone like a You have to see how I wrote in it just right. to get through the easy stuff. Like I wrote the Torah is the easy one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. See, see how I got through it. Now, even that, you see what I what I what I wrote in it. Um, so. Uh, so philosophically, Rav Kook, I, I, I was only exposed to that much later. In Yavna, we weren't exposed to Rav Kook as much as we should have been. 
The next Rosh Hashiva at Yavne, right. Rav Greenberg, who I have his said, and I've been using his farm through this cycle of, of, of Kriyat Torah this, this year, um, he's, he gave Rav Cook to the yeshiva. Wow. It, it, it's really amazing. And you see in his writings how, how he always presents Rav Cook. And it's wonderful. It's really wonderful. Yeah. Uh, it, okay, it's so I'm you're, sorry. you're a tank commander. You're a tank yeah. commander. You're, you're, you're 20. No, that's good. This, you're 20, 22 years old. And I was offered to, to stay in the army, go to Ketsuna, right. and I... I'm, and you didn't. I'm, I'm you went alone. back to Yeshiva. I'm alone in Israel. No, no, so I, what did I you no, do? I have no friends. No, like, I mean, I have no one. I have no girlfriend. I, I'm not meeting anyone because I'm in the army all the damn time. Right. Um, right. <laughs> right? Uh, I'm, I don't really have a chevre. I mean, my army guys are my chevre, which is totally fine. They're yeah. four years younger than me. Right. Um, That's right. They're at a different stage in life than I am. Yeah. Uh, or five years younger or whatever it is. Um, and uh, I, so I, yeah, and if I go to Ketsuna, then I'm, I'm losing them, right? My chevre. Right. I'm losing them. That's right. Right. Because they're, I'm, I'm, I'm on my own. Even, even Matakim, I lose them. Uh, but there are a few still left. I, of course, I would have found friends. I make friends. I'm not worried about that. Right. But uh, you're sort of losing any sort of anchor. So I said, all right, I'm, I'm not going to do that. Go back to Yeshiva for a few months. Um, and, uh, Where are your parents in all this? Oh, they're, they're still in America. No, but like Stu's, <laughs> Stu's doing his thing. Yeah, absolutely. Still on that on Independent, that birthday autonomous. ticket. Independent, autonomous. You're on that birthday ticket. Yeah, I haven't left. And your parents are not saying, Stu, what's your plan? No. Why not? Probably didn't, because I probably didn't call that often. Oh, yeah, it was not in the yeah. Era oh, and of they were also calling, but they were a little worried while I was in the yeah, army. That's I was, what I'm asking. Like, I, I was, I was in the first intifada. Yeah, um, where, where the, and which is really funny because the second one was way more dangerous. And they're not like Stu, come home. Never are oh, they. Oh, they, like, they, 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 no, they, they wouldn't. They didn't bother. What does that mean? They, they knew that was a lost cause. Because you were an independent thinker. Yeah, I'm I sorry was, to put words in your mouth, but yeah, no, no, I, that's, I, I, that's I, what I, it was based I, on. Not only independent thinker, but I'm independent. I'm, I'm my. Uh, Living on my own, I'm, I, I, am I perfectly financially independent? No, but I'm able to, I mean, I was paying rent. I was right. paying rent and I wasn't rich. Right. <laughs> by no means. But I, was, I, I, mean, I came with my backpack yeah. and I made my life here. That, yeah. that was it. I, was, I wasn't, and I was like, one thing led to another. You know, I had made Aliyah. And at the time, you had to make Aliyah to get drafted. It was, it, it, we were like making... All these things with the good yeshivota is there. We make, but it almost sounds like it wasn't like a momentous decision for you to make aliyah. You're just like, oh, I have to do that. Yeah. In order to do the next thing, okay, Absolutely. I'm doing that. Absolutely, so, I'm here. So and I was here to stay. And, and my friends all understood from the beginning. They were like, yeah, still, you were never coming home. You were really? never coming back. Including that friend in I. Uh, no, no, I, I more or less lost touch with him. I, I, not, right. I mean, I, I thought not in a bad way. I, it turns yeah. out like I, I, I've tried to reach out to him again and. Silence. Now, different different directions. Yeah, but and not, yeah, no hard feelings. Yeah, really, yeah, no, no hard feelings. It, it just, I, I reached out a couple of times. Maybe, I don't, who knows? It just doesn't, maybe, I was, maybe I'm a jerk. Maybe people don't. Well, maybe he's he actually like a loyal listener and he wanted me to ask you a No, he's not. He's no, not. I, no I can guarantee that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know okay. all your loyal so you, listeners. <laughs> yeah. So, so you, you're, you're sitting in the Beit Midrash for a few more months and then do you make a decision? Met do my wife. You, ah, you met your wife. How did you meet your wife? Prison? No. Um, <laughs> um, no, she visited me. No. Um, so actually, uh, this is January 2nd, 1993. Okay. 
friend of mine's visiting from the States. So I'm, I'm here for two years at the point, three years almost, two and a half years. Right. Um, and a friend of mine visiting from Brandeis. I mean, a friend of mine from Brandeis is visiting. Yeah. He's like, uh, yeah, we're going out. A bunch of people. You'll know them. A couple of people from Ramaz. A couple of people from Camp Ramad that I went to. A couple of people from Brandeis. Um, and I'm like, cool, great. So I come in. Uh, I meet him and we go to this place. It happens to be a trafe bar. Okay. Um, and I'm wearing my kippah. Right. Because uh, like, you, you should lie in bars. You should lie. You go. You sit. You have a beer. What's the big deal? So I, I see a friend there and he goes. And you would still do that today? Yeah. Right? It would have to have a two die. I wouldn't do it. No, I'm saying if, if, if you go to like England and go to a bar, would you wear a kippah? England? Yeah. No, choose a country. The U.S. I don't care. Uh, depends where. Okay. In Midwest, I would, uh, like non-populated Jewish areas, I would wear a, I would wear a kippah. Right. Populated Jewish areas, I would wear, I would, I would less so. I would wear a hat. Yeah. Um, it just happened recently, as a matter of fact. At, okay. at JFK, with my family, I was like, guys, I'm... I don't love being here, but so we'll put the I'll put my hood on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so anyway, so yeah. so you're out at this. Um, uh, so and I see a guy who I knew from. He was a year ahead of me at Ramaz, and he says, "Still, it's a trafe bar." I was like, "I didn't know it's a trafe bar." <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Gotcha." <laughs> put a hat on. I put like a winter. I think it was, it was winter, January second, right? Put a winter right. hat on. Um, and there's a girl sitting at the table and it turns out that this girl and I are the only two who are planning to stay in Israel Interesting. who are living in Israel permanently right. um, everyone else oh, I'm here for a year visiting for a long time doing this but we, and the, probably the only two that cared that the bar was trafe right <laughs> I then uh, thought I was incredibly cool um, she had to leave she's going back to Tel Aviv and I, mean, I was you're going, a cool guy in the army or like yeah I don't know, whatever I, I, no, that I mean, line doesn't work that often why wouldn't you think often. you're cool yeah well because I, I live in the real 20s. world because I live in the real world okay <laughs> right um, so she's going back to Tel Aviv and I have to go to Tantania that night I'm staying with my aunt in Tantania um, so she gets up to go so I go oh I'll go also oh you're going to Tel Aviv you know what I can take the bus to Tel Aviv and then to Tantania so we'll hang out a little more um and I, 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 Thoughts at that point? Or I was just, like, oh yeah, I could see, yeah? not marrying this girl. No, no, no but like, I, I wouldn't mind dating. That's her. yeah, right. Um, and uh, the, um, you remember those pocket organizers that you could leave? They, you know, it was like thirty-two k. Thirty-two. It was. It wasn't even your watch. Like a palm pilot. Right. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. But it wasn't even sure. that. It was. It was like even. It was like one of these things that you would like. Type in the addresses. It was like an address book. I was okay. like so proud of myself that I had this. I was like, let me put you in. Right. Yeah. Carried her bag that day. The joke is I have, I have not yet stopped carrying, carrying bag. that bag. Um, and uh, 51 weeks later, exactly, we were married. Right. Right. We, we met January 2nd. We got married December 26th. Same year, 1993. 51 weeks. Um, and uh, so I was in Oratio for another four or five months until... Till, Till Benis Mani. Right. Of course. Right. Till Benis Mani. I move my stuff out. And again, I'm, all, my, all of my stuff is there. I mean, I, it's where I live. I Meaning I, you didn't have so much stuff. No. That's it. <laughs> right. Right. I, I, like, that's my stuff. Yeah. That's all I had. Um, I've, I've been in Israel. I'm 24 years old. I'm whatever it was, 25. And that's, I have my stuff. I move to Yerushalayim, the old city. Right. Now you're jealous. I no, lived in the old no, no. city. I'm not jealous. Oh, yeah, you are. No, I'm not. Oh, no. you should be. Okay. Great place. 
Good. Rechov Miskavadach. Rechov Miskavadach, two-story house, roof overlooking the Kotel. We read Eicha on top of the roof that right. year. Moved there with my friends. One guy is... Um, we had, this is before you get married, obviously. Yes. <laughs> we have one. So two of us are there for a long term, and we cycle through another three roommates. One lives in the States. I think two live in the States. And one lives, of those three, one is a, the head of Arabic studies at Shalem College and on the faculty at Bar-Ilan. And my friend Eli Kajdan, uh, who... Great guy. Yeah, Eli, wonderful, wonderful guy. So to this day, we're, I mean, I'm friendly with Eli. Um, and then eventually, I have to move out because I married this woman. Yeah. Uh, get an apartment in, in, on Rehov Tiveria in Nachlaot. And then after about a year, we move here. To Beit Shemesh. And, 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 and after you get married, you, you've, you've got to get a job. You've got to, like, work for a living. Like, and, and, you know, I know in hindsight that you've basically spent your whole career in service to the Jewish people. Right. In one way or another. That was um, not the first thing I did when I woke up in the morning when I was 25. So talk about, talk about career. Talk about work. Talk about You're good. How, how it all fits together for you. I had a purpose. I'm living in Israel. That was my, that was my goal. Mm-hmm. That's all that mattered. I'm not going anywhere else. You know, nowhere to go, so I have to figure out. So I'll make a living here. We never make a living. Uh, but <laughs> as, as a friend of mine once said when he, when he uh, switched jobs, he's like, I can now pay more of my bills. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> right. A higher percentage. <laughs> That's right. Higher percentage. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, but right. the, so no, so I, I, I actually started a master's program here. Right. So you, you, this is before you came. Um, I started a master's that? in environmental studies, what? management. Why? I, I, I'm, I'm into the, the idea and, and, and the world and starts creating policy. We, you need professionals who are going to be able to make policy. Okay. Okay. Um, and, and so policy, to impact the world. Yeah, policy is responsible. Mm-hmm. You have to make responsible policy. You can't just say, all right, cut everything out. Right. You cut everything out, you're not going to get anyone to join on, and then you're in trouble. Yeah. So I, I started this program at Hebrew U. I got accepted. I had to finish a program here. I had to bring, you know, that's where you, you learn the bureaucracy here. Yeah. You have to bring my, have to bring my, my college degree, translate it this, go to that office, go to that office. You, you do what you got to do, right? Sure. I start first semester at Hebrew U in the master's program, and I discovered a couple of things. I think you like one of them. Okay. Um, f- the most important thing that I discovered is that the, um, the only place where people truly care about what they're learning is in a Beit Midrash. Interesting. Um, you really believe that? And, and I, certainly at that age, I definitely believe that in the, to the degree where... It, 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 that's what I was definitely thinking then, for sure, because people were asking... Is this going to be on the test? Right. In other words, having no grades and no tests yeah. it sort of liberates the yes. students to actually learn. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Here, the people at the age of like, I'm looking around. I said, Who cares if it's on the test? Well, Israel as as a I know we're very we're very is right. all about tests. High school is yeah. No, we're when very you it down is really just about those tests. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I, I even suggested it once to the rabbi. Um, I, I suggested to the principal of my son's school um, about maybe maybe stop doing the test thing. Maybe just don't yeah. do a bagrut in, in Talmud. <laughs> he, laughed, he laughed at me. 
Um, he said, then they'll really never come. this way. What are you talking about? Then they'll really never come to the class. And I said, yeah, okay, yeah, fine. Yeah. Okay, with that. So, okay, good. So my son hates it. Thank you. Appreciate <laughs> it. You've done a great job. Um, the, uh, so, but that semester, right. so, historically in Israel, there was a major strike of the senior faculty of universities. Okay. And I'm talking about two months. Right. Strike. Strikes. Strikes in Israel usually take like three right. days. A, and then but back. when I'm not talking this the, is like a real thing. I'm not talking this the, the junior teachers. I'm yeah. talking senior faculty, tenured faculty striking for two months. Right. I lost so much respect for wow. academia at the time. Wow. I, I, I mean, I was, and and I met a couple of guys, and you sort of start discovering, you know, when you go back later, when we say, oh, this professor was a genius. Not always. Uh, so what'd you do? So I, uh, I started, I, I had a job selling medical supplies, uh, family connection, part-time job. Not my thing. That's cool. Right. Um, it, it's, it's a hard business to break into. It's a hard thing to do. Training wasn't perfect. Um, okay. I then went to school and then eventually I, I started doing things. I, I, I'm, I'm, I was an outdoors guy. I liked, I liked that. I started working for archaeological seminars. Arcsem. Yeah, interesting. Um, wow. Um, and how did I get that? Because I would, um, I, I played softball. That was my, and football here in Israel. I was in the softball league here, in the football league here. Um, I, one thing, I met one guy here, one guy there. The guy who owned archaeological seminars had a softball team, sponsored a softball team in the league. He said, come work for me. I said, okay. I went to work for him. I, I, it was my, I worked for a while, even when I was living here. We used to drive from Yerushalayim to uh, the, to the, excavation site in Beit Kuvrin, right. Tel Marisha. Um, I became, uh, I, I was really into it. Um, I eventually got a tour guide license because of this. Went to, did the tour was, guide was, course. Was there purpose in that job or was it a job? I were loved you, being you? outside. I viewed it as follows. I, 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 and so like when I would interview for other jobs, like a marketing job, I'd say, well, that's a, it's what I do in, I'm marketing Israel. Um, and, I, and I really believed in that. I, I really believed in mm-hmm. it. And, and I, I was into the teaching part of it because part of it was, was, was you know, I was in charge of this, this little cave and, and groups would come in there and I would teach them, teach them a little about archaeology, you know, show them, play the whole game with them, walk them through, uh, have them crawl through caves with me. Sure. Not everyone loves that. That's a, also a funny right. thing to see people you stop in the middle of a cave underground and wait there. Some people freak out. It's, oh, yeah, I had yeah, a few. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's not easy. You have to, some things you have to overcome. Right. Everyone. I, was, I, we, I had stories about that. Also, we, uh, we went to scout out new ones. Snake! <laughs> Back up. Right. Um, right. The, uh, so, but it was really... Uh, I mean, I, 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 like in I, I was into the whole connection to the Tanakh and the Jewish history. That's what, that's what I cared about. Um, so here, even there, in Taiwan, Russia, you, you always... The biblical archaeology is... is I, mean, I, I like that. Uh, um, and it's not biblical, it's later. Sure. Uh, remember, third, fourth century, give or take. Um, so, but these things are, I, I, I like that, and I like digging, I like being outside, and it was cool. It was fun. It was a fun job. You know, we, I, I used to go and wake up in the morning, go out into the, into the, the sun, and, and hang out outdoors all day. Right. So, but it's, it's, it's mostly seasonal. I mean, uh, so I had to look for more, and I then I applied to the bureaucracy. Um, 
uh, applied to a whole bunch of jobs, got a job at the Karen Kayemet, the Jewish National Fund, um, worked in there, eventually worked my way into uh, the tree planting centers. Really? I, yeah, where, you know, uh, everyone makes fun of the Salah Shabbati story, but yeah, yeah, yeah. They, I did tree planting ceremonies for heads of state. I'm not kidding. I have a, there's a picture that I have, you can see it out there. Uh, my daughter doing a tree planting, my daughter uh, at the age of two, doing a tree planting ceremony with Miss Uruguay. Uh, okay. and, and the Miss Universe, uh, Miss Uruguay. Like, right. Walking up, they're like, okay, I mean, we have pictures of this. There's a lot of fun <laughs> little things here. Uh, head of gigantic Japanese corporations. I watched them cry while planting a tree. Right. I, I literally watched them cry while planting trees. I love that. That was, and, and it depends which group I could speak. I would talk about Avraham. Sometimes I would talk about others. You, you can be way more Jesus-oriented for Christian groups. You can be very Jewish-oriented for other groups. And planting a tree, is, in terms of the ecology of it, it's a great thing. Uh, it's important to do that. Eventually, that was a tricky job. Didn't have, you know, and then I eventually went to the Jewish agency. And, 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 and that's where my life, basically, I said, oh, I never realized that I woke up in the morning saying I want to work for the Jewish world. But as it turns out, that's what happened. I had an opportunity to work for this guy now uh, to be a stockbroker, um, offer me a job as a stockbroker, and I'm, I'm, I'm into stocks. Yeah. Um, and he's, I, I should have tied my future to this guy because um, he's, he's done very well for himself. Right. Um, but I didn't. Because I was like, I, I can't do that. I can't work. I can't be a stockbroker making money off of other people's money. So when you say you should have, like, however you said, hitched your wagon to a store, yeah. or like, uh, do you uh, actually uh, feel that way? Or, nah. or you're just saying, nah. nah. I, my wife and I, we joke about it all the time. I say, honey, I'm sorry. He married, he married a guy who's making, <laughs> this is what I'm doing. Yeah. That's, that's what it is. I, I, I've always wanted to do, I, I know consciously I said I want to do something important. I know what that always meant. But it, it seems that I want to do something for the Jewish people. Like if I'm going to do it, I want to do it for my people. And I remember, I remember reading an article in Newsweek magazine, junior year in college. Yeah. 89. It was, I remember lying on my bed. It was probably 88. Okay. Probably 88. Beginning of junior year. Yes. Yes. It was an article about blacks in America. It was so depressing. I, I was depressed by it. Like, after all these years, yeah, you can X that out. I don't, couldn't care less. <laughs> but no, but that, that's, that's a We've real... We've talked about cursing before. Yeah, I know. I know. That's true. <laughs> this, yeah, actually, yeah. that was very eloquent the way I said it. <laughs> You're, you were all proud right, of yourself. Right. I wasn't, it wasn't like I was looking for a word. That was the word. Right. <laughs> um, it, was, it wasn't lack of vocabulary. There. Yeah, that, yeah, was, yeah, that, was, that was... Um, I was like, man, we're still here in America. We're still here at this point where we can't treat people with the respect that they deserve. I, it, it was so frustrating to me. I was like, I can't live here. I can't. Hmm. And, and I said to myself, I, I can't live here. Why can't I live here? Because, and if I really want to change the world, you know what I want to change it? With my people. Because I believe in my, my om, my nationality is Jewish. Not Israeli. It's People Jewish. don't understand that. Right, they do not. And, and, Talk about that a little bit. Right, and my, 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 my American brethren, it allows you, America, Judaism is a religion. Even Reformed Jews are Jews by religion. Yes. It's, it's a critical point. I, I, you know this. I know this, you know, innately, but 
it allows, by, by making it only a religion, and they, people talk about peoplehood, the word didn't exist. If you type peoplehood into Microsoft Word, you still get a red squiggly line under it. <laughs> um, uh, you, people, and in Israel it took a long time for us to come up with a word for it, Amiyut. Mm-hmm. Um, you go to America, and it, it allows you to say, so w- when we were kids, Glenn, right, <laughs> right? when we were kids, yes. we would go to a, a youth program, uh, youth movement, and they would say, so what are you, a Jewish American, American Jew? That question is so incredibly passe and banal. Um, the question today is, you don't even ask a question. People will say to you, oh, I'm an American. I'm a physician. I vote Democrat. I play tennis. I like movies. And I'm Jewish. Right. Right? In terms of that, that, that but that's legit. Because the Jewish part is like, yeah, I'm, I, you know, I, I'm... I, I recognize it's my religion. It's a jacket they wear. They wear their Jewish jacket. When they need to. Yeah, yeah, right. It's a jacket oh, they wear. Right, exactly. They, Very good. They put but it on, it's, they it's a religious it jacket. Right? Sure. The reformed Jew views it through a prism of, of, of religion. Of, of religion. Um, that's why the concept of chiloniyut, secular mm-hmm. Judaism, is, is, is really a foreign concept. It's, it's, not, it's not so straightforward in Israel. It's, it's really not. It's, it's another word. A, a Chiloni Jew in Israel is not a Reformed Jew. He's not davening in Shul because he's not davening in Shul not because he doesn't want to go to North Dark Shul, doesn't want to go to Reformed Shul, doesn't want to go to Shul. He's not going to any Shul. He doesn't want to go to any Shul because he doesn't think he But he's nationalistically, his nation, his people, his Judaism, his Jewish. His holidays, etc. His calendar, his yeah. life, he breathes it. Right. I, 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 I saw this when I first started working at the Jewish Agency. I worked in, uh, in the, what we call people-to-people program. So, like, you know, trying to bring it together. And it's, it, and it's, it's laudable that there, that, there, that there are organizations that are doing this, trying to bring, people, trying to bring our people closer. Sure. Um, and it's, I, 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 I would sit at a table with, with people from the U.S. and people from Israel. And it was during, during um, Tisha B'Av, during, during the nine days and the three weeks. And I said, look at me. And I said to the Israelite, look at me now. He said, well, why do I have this beard, this scruff? And he said, ah, oh, Tisha B'Av. The answer is, of course, the three weeks, but she knew Close exactly. Enough, right? Close enough. This exact, she got the answer yeah, right. Yeah, right? that's right. That's, you're not getting that answer. Because that's her, she knows that that's what life is here. Right. It's the Jewish I remember, life. I, I remember early in my career in Israel, I had a client, as, as you were just talking about, like, <laughs> you needed... The listeners to hear you open the bottle again. Um, what you would refer to as a total, totally secular Israeli, and it was during Sfirata Omer. So I had, well, when I first met Aliyah, I didn't have a beard. You, I know. So you know I, I remember. Oh, okay, fine. I remember that. You don't really remember it. I don't. No. Okay. No. I, can, I keep saying that I can. Maybe you saw pictures or something. I don't oh, right. know. But okay. by the time I moved to Beit Shemesh, you were. You were. Oh yeah, you were. Full beard. Uh, so anyway, so I, I walked into a meeting with him, and I had a beard. First, said, is everything okay? Correct. Of course. Correct. Did someone die? Absolutely. So, so it's innate. that's the point. Innate. Like a secular non-Jewish person in America doesn't say, "Does someone? did someone die? No clue. They're like, okay, <laughs> he's growing a beard. Yeah, exactly. He's growing a beard. So I, I totally get that. Yeah. I want to continue um, on, okay. on that track Please. with you. Because you said something to me one time. I'm sure you don't remember. You're not supposed to remember to these me. things. I'm sure you don't remember saying it, but I, I'm sure you have what to say about it. You said to me, 
something along the lines of Jews who aren't living Israel don't care about the Jewish people. Wow. Now, now first of all, now, that's a, an inc- I, I don't remember I, the exact I, I, For the words, listeners, exactly. It, okay, it could have <laughs> been... It could have been modern Orthodox Jews. It could have been Jews who love to visit Israel. It could be Jews that have a connection here, but whatever. But there was something there, and I want you to talk about it. All right. So when we started this evening, before we got into this room, um, I was thinking about um, my friend who said that to me. Oh, someone said it to you? Yeah, no, I'll tell you you the story about it. All right. I have a friend... um, so I, I, I played softball. I, I've played softball right. in Israel. I've played in, in international competitions representing the state of Israel. Um, and I uh, played in Maccabiah. I played in, in Europe a few times. And um, so I have a friend who played in this league with me in Israel. Um, a, a guy who I, I knew from softball. And it was always striking to me, coming from my background, like I was always impressed non-religious Americans making Aliyah. I've never understood it. <laughs> Good for I've you. I've never understood it. Right. Right. I've never understood so it. So that's why you didn't get the sentence. Go ahead. That's why you didn't get the sentence. See, they are special people, as we all are. It's incredible. Right. Their understanding of the Jewish Weltanschauung and Gestalt might be better than mine. Exactly. Yeah. I didn't want to I have no, to no, say no, that, but okay. yes. It's okay. <laughs> but I know yes. I'm the host, but it's, it's okay. It, it's, more, it it's, it's more fundamental. It, it, it's, it, and it's more intrinsic rather than extrinsic in, 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 a, in a real way. We're coming up to Pesach, so we can say all these things. For, it, it's good for Pesach. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're, we're preparing. Yeah, yeah, we, so, are, we are. So, okay. Yeah, we're preparing. <laughs> um, um, as, I, as I've said to you before, um, he also ate kosher food. Um, mm-hmm. But he, he, we were at the Maccabi Games in 1997, and we were watching these Canadian bouvans yeah, yeah, yeah. playing softball. Now, it was... It was it, it, People it, who were born to play softball. It, the highest quality, uh, one, of the, one of the most competitive games of all of, in, in the Maccabi the highest level, basketball is very high level. Yeah. It's actually, people don't understand. Really, it, it, the, like, Israel doesn't send its best team, but America sends a really good team yeah, yeah. every, every sure. time. And the softball competition, the fast pitch softball competition, is very high level. Um, and these guys were, you, I was looking at them like, well, you don't look Jewish. No. Um, <laughs> um, and uh, we were, so we were kibitzing back and forth, me and my, me and my friend, who was, a correspondent for a Japanese newspaper. Okay. Ask me if he speaks Japanese. I guess the answer is no. Not a word. Um, yeah. But he's he's been filing stories for them for about twenty five years. Amazing. Unbelievable. From Israel. Yes. They're Israeli correspondent. Amazing. Yeah. Um, he's. There are jobs. <laughs> there are jobs here. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It was really. I, I love it. Um, he's like press credentials, the whole thing. He's got. Oh, yeah. it's, it's, it's a great story. Is it for Nikkei? It's for another one. Oh, okay, but it's, it's yeah. for a big one. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Cool. Big, we're, getting off, we're getting off topic here. Yeah, I know, but it's, it's Japanese right. newspaper. Like he cool. really filed stories. Yeah, yeah. The guy, he was never. He wasn't a journalist when he started. <laughs> um, but he, he was saying to me, he said, "Look at guys," and I would say to him, "What, what the hell are these guys doing here?" Right? What, what? He goes. 
and he, this is the point he made now, what you were saying, connected with something you said before. He said, this is in the mid, mid to late 90s. He said, it's the most exciting place in the world to be Jewish, non-Jewish, Israel. At the time, that was when we were getting started with, with Startup Nation. Yep. It was really getting going. Mm-hmm. And, and SH something was happening in this part of the world. It was a few years after Oslo. Oslo sucked. Yes, it sucked. Okay, fine. But in terms of the statement it makes to the world, people are like, oh my God, something's happening. Things are moving here. All right, it, it, for better or for worse. I'm, thinking, I'm looking from the outside. We look from the inside, we know, we know the real story. Sure. But, but looking from the outside, they're like, oh yeah, this is happening. And, and the things are going on in Israel. It's a late set. The, the, the Antifada's died down. Right. That's it really, right. It's died down at that point. And, and things are happening. And everyone's coming to Israel. And this is like, it's the center of the world. Even if, even if you're not religious, Jewish, believing in the Jewish state that you're part of a people, part of a some sort of ancient culture, right? That is still around, and these guys all hats off to the religious because they kept us going. I, I plenty of them, even Herzl, all of them, all the Zionists. They're they like we're done with that, but 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 thanks, but thanks, no no, <laughs> right. thanks, but sure, but we thanks, don't, we don't need that anymore. Exactly, we're yeah, done. Yeah. Yeah. But thanks. Um, and he said, this is the most exciting place in the world. And if you don't want to be in Israel, you don't care about being Jewish. And that was a, it, was, it was a really big statement to me. And I was like, I would adapt it. I would modify it slightly today. Right. Um, I used to think that everyone has to live in Israel. I still do. I still think Jews, this is our home. You should be living in Israel. Um, I, I can't. I, I, I see why not everyone's going to live here. Not because you can't live here, but I see why not everyone's going to live here. But I do believe that you should all, all Jews in the world, all Jews in the world should spend a significant period of time here. That significant period of time can be three months, six months, a year, three years, five years. Yeah. And I see that in my old jobs where I saw kids doing this and it changed their lives. It really changed their lives. Um, and it, and it, their identity... This, Even if they don't stay. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you view your Jewish life, and I think the Jewish life is important. I think, that's a, I, I think that the, the culture has a lot to offer the world um, through its people. Because in, in my eyes, uh, the thing I care most about is now, and I, I see it more and more in my own thinking, is that I'm way more... I lean towards being stringent in the laws of Ben Adam Lachavero, which mm-hmm. he managed fellow man. And I care much, 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 much less about the laws of Ben Adam Lamakom, the laws between me, between man and his creator. That's not true. Uh, it's absolutely true. You have no idea how, much, how true that is. <laughs> oh, it's absolutely true. Really? I, 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 I've, I've long... That many muches? Yeah, that many muches now. It's getting more muches. Why? Why can't it be both? Why is it, oh, it why can is be it, both. It can be it, both. But if I ever have a question... Why do, you have to, why do you have to work on the basis of like a pie that you have to work with and X number of slices go to Ben Adam Lechavero and X people number die, of slices go to Because people die so you can keep your Ben Adam Lechavero. Right. Right. And That's you also Ben Adam Lechavero, no? No, but, but you don't care about it. Across the street. Yeah. And, 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 I, and I've come to... They're almost exclusively about their Dalad Amos of Halacha. 
that they're. But I'm own. talking about you. Oh yeah, so me. Um, Why do you have to? Treat so right, so my it's own a reaction. Whatever, no, my own. Well, because I don't want to be associated with anything that looks like. I I, I used to be. Yeah, I, I, I saw myself losing it, and I, and I, I saw so myself losing sight of what's really important. We have Pesach coming up. Uh, yes. You're going to drink four cups of wine. Absolutely. You're going to eat matzah. Absolutely. Four cups of wine and matzah are ben adam lemakom. They are. How do you How big is the matzah you're going to eat? That's right. That's what I'm asking you. What are you going to do? You no longer care. I care so much less now, and... As every year goes, I know what a zayit really is. And it's, it's an olive. <laughs> yeah. What a surprise. Yeah, okay. So, so, but, but where I'm coming from with this, with this question is... You're good. Uh, well, I, this, I hear This it. is important for the listeners to understand where you are with your own approach to life after... I'll give you an example. 30-something years in this country. Here's a, here's a gilui. I am admitting this in, on the airwaves. Okay. Um, I tried to be very careful about going to Minion in the morning. Yeah. I tried. T-R-I-E-D. Yep. Um, comes Corona, mm-hmm. and where it's forbidden by the medical authority. We don't know anything. Right. right? We don't know anything, but, but the, the authorities have determined that the, probably the best way to do it is let's avoid as much contact as we can, certainly in closed rooms. And people were doing these pirate minyanim, yeah, yeah, ignoring sure. the rules and stuff like that. And I, it, it was clear to me that we were worshiping minyan and we were not worshiping Hashem. Right. Right. And that is, to me, what we would call idol worship. Literally. Yes. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is exactly what we call idol worship. I've stopped going to minyan in the morning. I've stopped killing myself about that. Um, I, I, I mean, you'll go from time to time. Absolutely. But I'll go, like Rosh Chodesh, I try to go. It's not a daily priority. Yeah, it's funny. Rosh Chodesh, I try to go because I, I know the, the halacha about halal and seaboard. That's Interesting. Why, okay. Right. Um, so much for... With Ashkenazi. <laughs> but I, I, I know a little. That's yeah, my, yeah, yeah. Right. right? So... Um, it's a burden you have to carry. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but I, um, I, 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 I basically don't go to morning, morning minion. Uh, now and I and I probably and I don't often go to Mariv. I go to Mincha every day, uh, um, and in Mincha I've always thought it, it's an interesting thing is like real mysterious nefesh. Stop your work day and go to have Mincha. That was always to me. I, I, I like the the concept of that. Yes, it's the it's the only tefillah really that yes. you do have to stop what you're doing. Right, because everything else like so I'll go to sleep a little later. I'll wake up a little mm-hmm. earlier. Mm-hmm. Sure. Oy. Sure. Oy right, right. But Mincha I have to stop what I'm doing and I say it's time for Hashem. Yeah. Yeah. That, I'm cool with that. Yeah. Right, I'm cool with that. And I like that. I like, I like doing But do you understand that. my question? I want to understand if you're like much, 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 I think it was like five or six muches less go back to the tape. focused on Benadam the Makom than you used to be. Yeah. Um, is that a reaction or is that an evolution in your life? So the, the way you should have phrased the question is that revolution or evolution? Is it a result of revolution? Right, right. right. <laughs> or is it evolution? Right, right, right. Fine, however you no, want, no, no, however no, it's good. No, no. It, yes. Like that would however be the, the good, the fun play of words there. Yeah. Um, and you're a word guy. Um, Certain words I don't use. <laughs> <laughs> Let me teach you. <laughs> um, I, um, I, I, I've, I've, I, I've seen more and more 
the import of the Baal Shem Tov, why he was, why he was very important. Um, I want to distance myself as much as I possibly can from communities in Israel that only care about that. And it comes down to serving in the army. It's, it's a big deal to me. Sure. Um, and You're talking about Hasidim. Yeah, well, no, and other Haredim, no? Haredim okay. also. Okay. Um, in the second Gulf War, or a few years ago, there were 120 deaths, and not a single one was from the people across the street from me. Um, I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry to, to make it as stark as it is, but it's a, it's a big problem. They do something like Judaism, uh, in, in my eyes. Um, and the, you feel comfortable making a blanket statement? Like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, on the individual level, they're, everyone's fine. Mm-hmm. Everyone's fine. Um, but on the, in terms of the general level, and, and um, speak to the leadership. I was going to say, from yeah. the leadership level. You're speak talking. to the leadership. Uh, I'm not so far off. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, uh, unfortunately, there's sometimes difference between the, the political leadership and the rabbinic leadership. Sometimes they're walking they're lo- in lockstep it's a bigger problem, yeah. but they're, they're, no, this is I, this is not to be trifled with. I think there's, there there are significant issues here. Um, the revolution, evolution. Um, so I don't want to be associated with that. I, I, I'll give you an example. I'll give you a story. A number of years ago, we have, we have we had friends in who lived in Moshav Dalton. Moshav Dalton mm-hmm. is if you do north of Tzfat, give or take, beautiful place where the Dalton Winery is. Yeah. We used to stay there for Shabbat. Young man and woman, uh, a couple years younger than we are. Uh, kids um, uh, they went the, the young man woman uh, he was a he, he drove a, he drove a truck um, uh, his family had a farm there did, you know and he was a uh, part of the family business that they would also they had, they had the double trailer of feed for uh, uh, chicken farms and for animal farms um, you go leave it like four in the morning double load the truck. Now, these double trailers are, yeah, I mean, just the skill to it's drive it is That's just right. incredible. Um, he would take his tefillin with him, uh, do two runs in the morning, and about seven in the morning, he would find time and lay tefillin in. Right. Like, like, in my eyes, ah, now that is Avodat Hashem. Mm-hmm. That is Avodat Hashem. This is a guy who does his parnasi, he works hard. It's hard work. Yeah. They met in, they went to, didn't go to a, a Mamakhti Dati Torani school. They went to Mamakhti Dati. Um, there's regular religious schools here, yeah. up, up in the north. And they went, they met in high school. Boy and girl. Oh, yeah, yeah. Spoke to each other. Oh, my God. Okay. In a Dati high school. Yeah, yeah. Dati. Yep. Right? They learned Torah. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're going something. We're oh, going yeah. somewhere with this. Oh, yeah, we are. Okay. Because you'll, you'll, you'll appreciate it. So, um, uh, we... So I, I watched them on Shabbat, and um, what, what is she doing? They're not from, they're not Ashkenazi background. Um, what is, she, you know, you could eat off their floor. Well, there's a reason for the eating off the floor, because she cleans it. Um, so she takes a, a, out a little, a little uh, wet rag right. and runs it over the floor. It's still towards the end of Shabbat. Yeah. Um, it's, not, it's still Shabbat. Yeah. Ashkenazi, that's Asr. Yes. In our, we pass Kanalacha, that's Asr. That's what we call Sechita. Right. Okay. And I'm like, this woman says absolutely, she's Shomeret Shabbat. Mm-hmm. Shomeret kol dinei, chas v'shalom, she would do everything, anything not kosher. Chas v'shalom, she would cook on Shabbat. Chas v'shalom, she would do malach on Shabbat. She didn't know, I'm, I'm not going to say anything. Right. And then I said to myself, we're, we, we're losing track. Lo yitachen, it can't be 
that and and I know my I friends in this world that we live in in our community who will look down and say but they're not really Shomer Shabbat, they're like Masoratim, not Chas v'Shalom. I said we, the the, it's the Litvaks, the Misnagdim, if you will. Mm-hmm. We went too far. We went too far, and then I understood. I understood the Baal Shem Tov. And I understood now, if you go to the Shivotes there, I understood the Baal Shem Tov, because there's Avodat Hashem, worshiping God is not only, you know, if you keep, no, I'm sorry, keeping every, every, being so punctilious, yeah, yeah. Got it. Got it. being so careful. No, start, these people. Start eating the matzah now, you have two minutes, right? Right, no. <laughs> right. Well, if it's desired, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Very good. Enjoy yourself. <laughs> Two minutes is easy. Um, and now, but admit I, it. You don't, you don't just eat a little no, piece I, of No, so I run the Seder. <laughs> I run the Seder. I say, guys, eat what I give you. That's, that's the rule. Mm-hmm. I'll eat what I eat. Yeah, it's yeah, my yeah. problem. Right. You guys are fine. <laughs> it's my problem. Right? That's my, my mission, guys. And I, God forbid, I don't make people do it. Certain people I do make do. So it is coming back. Like you said, in, in the Shivot, in the Hester. Yes, Shivot. that's what I wanted to say. Yeah. Now you go Friday night davening, there's no such thing as non Karlibach davening in, in Shivot no, is there. It does not exist. Anymore. It does not exist. No one davens like the way we daven. Even Shalavim. Right. I was in my <laughs> eyes. Right. That was it. It yeah. was over. Yeah. Right? Yeah, because guys, we we missed we're missing it. We're missing something. So, and so being associated, so like we, we pushed in this direction. That's what happened in, in Europe 300 years ago. Mm-hmm. They pushed too much this way. Remember, the only people who were worth, of, worth anything in that world were the people learning in Shiva. Sure. Right? If you and were there gonna, weren't many of them. No! <laughs> How big was Velozhin at its height? Right. 400. Yeah. At its height. Yeah. On a bad day, the Gush has 400 people. I'm not even talking about the mirror, right? Right. Right. Uh, right. Yeah, guys. It's the world is on a good day. The mirror would also have four hundred people, but that's a different conversation. I like that in the main baby. <laughs> yeah. They claim they're the big. They claim they're bigger than Lakewood. You know I don't want right? to. I don't want to. You know they claim that. I, they're I not. Don't, I don't know the numbers, but fine. Remember I, said, remember I said I'm going somewhere with yes. this. Yes. I'm taking up so much of your time. No, this is great. I'm sorry. I'm going to your kids with this. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about your kids. We're not going to talk about our kids individually. It's none of my business. Okay. But we're going to talk about, in this context that you just walked through, the challenges, the amazingness, the, the not wearing Judaism as a jacket, but, but living Judaism in this land and, and everything. In this land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, they buy that. So, so talk about, because you grew up in a, let's call it modern Orthodox home. Absolutely. Judy did also? Nope. Okay. Conservative. Okay. Fine. No, it's um, good. And th- I'm sure it is because of, of, of an understanding of she moved uh, way to how to the live right. in the world and, and everything. Her parents and, and that blame perspective. me. Um, <laughs> but you also had your sense the whole way through of like, how do I see my kids growing up? What do I see them being someday? And then you have where they are. And uh, now... So let's right. talk about that. Once and we all have the same challenges. Yeah, by yeah. The way. yeah. Like, like, First of all, number one, we love our children. Period. The <laughs> end. No, end of story. That that is in the end. That is the end of story. When we like, everyone's like, "Oh, my kid's not from. My kid is too from. Isn't that? You know what? 
You have to love your children. That's your job. That's our job in life. Doesn't matter what, we love our children. Period, the end. Everything else is gravy. Now, I once had a discussion with Rabbi David. Um, and I said to him, and this is, and I said to him, I, I remember the sentence. I said, I differ with Rav Lichtenstein on this. If there was a philosopher in the world that I, that I agree with every single thing he says, Rav Lichtenstein. Interesting. Uh, and I, I never learned by him. Right. I, 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 it's everything, I have a, a couple of shiurim from him, and, and I read what he wrote. He's, he was greater than his father-in-law. He was greater than his father-in-law in the written word. Hmm. His father was a greater orator, but he was greater than his father-in-law. And, he was, he was, and because of that, he may be more important to Judaism today. I know. It's, it's, that's a big statement. Interesting. It's a big statement. Because he was an incredibly gifted writer. And I, 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 this is not a joke. Uh, and he was a brilliant, brilliant writer. Um, and he was able. And his father-in-law was no slouch. Exactly. Well. <laughs> Except writer. he was writing in his fourth language. Um, Incredible. Yeah, I know Incredible. that, which is yeah, Incredible. right. Um, but as so a, you're talking to Rabbi David, right? So then Rabbi David, I said, I, di- I differ with Rabbi Lichtenstein. I said this to Rabbi David, and Rabbi David turned pale, which is totally fine. Um, I said, if my children were to become Haredi or Chiloni, but lived in Israel, if you will, I would. I would be much more disappointed if it became Haredi. It's and, the classic and, question for people who grow up in Rav Dichnesi said it's not a question. No, no, no. It's a classic question for Absolutely. people who grow up, who, who live in, in our community. Yes, it is. Absolutely. Because, yeah. It, it, you know, what would disappoint me the most? Yeah. If they moved out of Israel. That would hurt me the most. Hurt me. Now, again, that's, that's like, that's, that's Gaiva talking. Sorry. That's, Explain. That's, because it's in yeah, a certain way it's none of your business exactly because they're right. adults and they, they right. make their own decisions and, and we've we believe in that remember we, that's our life we a way try of to life. believe yeah I know <laughs> believe in that <laughs> that's how it's work our way of life really is we believe in choice we yes. do I mean yeah, yeah, yeah of course we'd rather them choose the right thing <laughs> with um, no quotation marks around. no 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 the yeah, right, yeah. Right, right, do yeah. the right thing we know what the yeah, right yeah. thing is yeah. um, we'd rather them choose that but we, if, we're, if we're at all consistent with our own beliefs, then we have to... Listen, the, 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 the difference between the different communities, Reform, Conservative, Orthodox, Ultra-Orthodox, has to do with how everyone deals with the word called modernity. So the, the Haredi, if you will, modernity is pushed aside. The Reform says, I'm totally accepting it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Conservatives say, I accept modernity and I have to make the Halakha fit into modernity. The Orthodox say, I accept halakha, and I have to make modernity fit into halakha. Right. That, right. That's, I mean, in broad strokes, <laughs> okay. in, 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 in sure. big broad strokes. So here, the same thing. So we, we give our kids a choice, and, and we want them to choose. We want them, we want them to be happy. We're only as happy as our, as our most upset child. And you have a lot of, you have a lot of things to deal with because you have <laughs> way too many. <laughs> you have yeah, a lot just of the them. right amount. Yeah, I know. Right right right. Perfect. Yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> right. the, it's it's amazing how much true. love we have. Right, right. That's on the air. <laughs> How much love we have on the air. They're not listening. It's okay. <laughs> so my kids, it's funny. Um, they don't behave exactly as my wife and I behave vis-a-vis the, the halakha and the religion of Judaism. Right. They don't. But they're damn close, most of them. Right? They, they are. Like, they're... they're I, I, we have an ongoing joke in my, in my family is that 
I want one of either my son or one of my sons-in-law, whoever they are, I want just one of them to sit next to me in shul. Just one. Isn't that interesting though, right? Yeah. It's not I want him to be like me. It's I want him to sit next to me. Just sit next to me in shul. Why? Why is that so important? Because you, I mean, this is a... What? You know why it's important. I want to hear why it's important to you. I, in, uh, this is an insight. Uh, it's, not a, it's not a chedesh here. Because it's a... Uh, why is it that you'd it's rather... An affirmation, that you'd rather it's s- an affirmation that the, our way of life was correct. I, I, I kind of disagree. I know. I, 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 I kind of disagree. <laughs> because... I like watching your kids come then, to shul with you. I like, then, I like the whole thing with you, you and your kids. What, that they generally don't come to shul? Yeah. No, but, no, but there's... And they do and they don't. <laughs> and they do and they don't. Right. That's correct. Mine are way different. <laughs> And, 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 I, so, and I dive in the boys' section, right? So I have, I have girls who sit next to their mother right. when they come. Um, the boys in my family, I have a son-in-law, yep. who is dealing with his own issues in terms of um, Judaism and life and all that stuff. Sure. A, a wonderful, wonderful young man. I, we've been blessed, my God. <laughs> a blessing. Yeah. He's a Kohen also, so he gets food first. Oh, you're, you're, you might have... Grandchildren who are Kohanim. What do you mean, might? I will. Well, if there are boys. Oh, you mean the Bat Kohen is not a Kohen? A Bat Kohen is not a Kohen. She eats Shuma. A Bat Kohen is not a Kohen. She eats Shuma! If she was a Kohen, she'd be called a Kohen. Right, but it gets even better. <laughs> I can give him all my Shuma. That's right. This is so Easy. good. Easy, but no, I'm getting okay. So it's an affirmation that our chosen way of life, our chosen way of life, right? It's correct, because there's another generation who's doing what we're doing. But you would say that if, if he was living in Haifa and never coming here for Shabbat. Yeah, we, we, the same it, would way that, it would upset me because of the, of the personal connection that I want to have yeah, with yeah, people. Sure, right. I, no, I, know. I, 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 I want to love people, because in the end, our, our life is about people. This stuff's nice. And love. All, all the books. Yeah, love. Yeah, yeah. The book is nice. I, I mean, I do the daf. It's <laughs> the nice. The book is nice. You're referring to the, the yeah, the, I'm the referring to the Talmud. The, the Yavamud, yeah. which is impossible. <laughs> but um, the book is nice. But but it really the only thing that really matters is people, um, and it starts at home, um, and it starts with the love we have between each other and the things we do for each other and the things we we give each other and and the favors we do for each other and when when our when our friend asks us for a favor we do that. You've been living here a long time. Yeah, thank God. There have been a lot of terrorist attacks over the years. <laughs> oh my God, there have been. No, this is uh, this is it's front it's top of mind right now, unfortunately. Um, and I would I would categorize terror attacks into like three or four different categories. Really? Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would. There's periods of time when it's like it's a hot time, a bunch of things are happening, and it's like. Wow, okay. Like, like, there are people right now who are like, well, maybe I shouldn't do X. Well, yeah, maybe that, I shouldn't go. Not me. Not me either. Not but, even. But Never crosses are, our mind. There are one-offs. There are one-offs. Yeah, there are. And, and there are car accidents, too. There are, correct, there are car accidents that are called car accidents, but we know what they are. Um, what I'm trying to say is, like, how do you deal with living in a country 
where those kinds of things are happening, but I'm not saying like, how do you live your life? I'm saying, how do you interact with the piguim? So one ironic thing is that... By the way, it's another level, which is like when you know someone involved. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. We, so we do how anyway. Do you, how do you... There's one ironic thing. The only place in the world... It, it used to be until about 10 years ago, but it was really the only place in the world where people get killed for being Jewish is in the Jewish state. Right? Uh, yeah. Right? And so, the, at which we sometimes lose sight. The, the, the attacks are probably inherently anti-Semitic in a way. Um, the what? The, the attacks. Oh, the attacks. Terrorist attacks are, are, they probably are inherently anti-Semitic because they're targeting Jews. Well, if... Because they're Jews. If, Not because they're anything else. That's right. I, I, I met with the guys from Turing Carter. If Judaism you know, the guys is a peoplehood, right? no, but no. then, it, then yeah, for yeah. sure it is. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you, you know, I, I met the guys from Turing Carter that the ones who went to Iran. So years and years ago, I, I went to Iran. It was, it was during the time when the, of, the, of the, this whole series of Piguim. And I said to him, I said, oh, yeah, yeah. The guy was coming to me and said, you're a smart guy, right? I mean, he was like, so, do you know how to read? I said, yeah, yeah, give me your, said, I can do it. Go ahead. Let me handle it. And I said, you know. And he started talking to me. I said, let's stop for just one second here. He says, you know this. I said, I know you have the Palestinian passport. Right? And the guy, I mean, I recognized him. And I, yeah. I, I, it was, sure. I was like, something like that. Okay. I said, wow. okay. Yeah, he was there walking around. Like, yeah, got to meet the, the, young, the, the young Jews. Let's see if we yeah. can proselytize. Sure. I was like, cool, dude, come on, come at me. Um, I said, you know that. Um, so I, I know you have the, the passport, the Iranian passport, okay, and a Palestinian passport, whichever one you want. So you know that if you and I are walking down the street and uh, the guy with the axe has uh, got a kaffee on his head and you think he's going to go for you or go for me first? Sorry, bro. In, the, in other words, in terms of how he looks. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Sorry, bro. Um, so, I mean, they, they were just fooling themselves. That was the ironic. That, yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. part of the irony here. Yeah. Um, how do I deal with it? Um, it can. It I don't can, know if you there's... can become desensitized to it. That's why yeah, I'm asking. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 possible. I, I, it's probably it probably has happened. I I, 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 I keep it at arm's length. I, that, that's you know my I quote Harry Potter. He, I have the emotional range of a teaspoon. Um, so I, I mean, it, it could be totally paralyzing if we think about it all the time. We would never leave anything. We never do anything. That that can't. That I can't allow that in terms of living our life. This is my, my home. If I were in America, it would be the same thing. Like people get, sh- get shot in a show. People get shot going to a club in Sacramento. Right, sure. It, it's like two days ago. Right. Yeah. Um, they deserve to live their lives too. Right. right? So if, if all of these things, are they random? They're random, yes. But we have to live our lives and allowing terror to win, which would mean that I don't go here, I don't go there, I don't go there. I can't do that. That, that to me, is anathema. You never did that? Ever. Like, during, you were here during Ever. both intifadas. Yeah, absolutely. It served you, in the army, right. did the whole thing. Janine. Janine, the whole right. thing. And you never limited yourself? Nope. I did. Interesting. Um, so I, I, I used to carry a gun for a while, a uh, handgun, um, thinking, like an idiot, that that would, that's useful. Um, well, as I say, it couldn't hurt. <laughs> however, <laughs> yeah, on my own, it's very useful. If I'm by myself, mm-hmm. it's very useful. But I used to like we used to go on Tiulim to like Herodion or something like that. You drive to Tarsana, and I'm thinking to myself, this is stupid, because God forbid there's ever a situation where I actually have to pull out the weapon in that thing yeah. with my family in the car. 
absolutely forbidden to stop. Keep driving, get them out of there. Right. All right. Be your hero all you want, but I've got people who are unarmed, unprotected here. So that was, uh, that was you know, you, you start, you gain understanding of what, what we're supposed to do. And who even thinks in these terms? Like, you can't think like, oh my God, we're going to die today. We don't think like that. I'm always aware, I always have been aware um, of, of how, you know, the surroundings and whether we should, who is there and um, uh, who, who is this person, who is that person. I'm, I'm, I'm conscious and, and I think of reactions and what we're supposed to do. I told my daughter the other day what she's supposed to do in a situation like that. I tell my wife what she's supposed to do in a situation like that. Um, in, in, you know, when she, like in the Chedera thing or in the, what was the one after, right after Chedera? Um, Khadera was bad because there they had guns and they were shooting across the world. B'nai Brak. Right. There was a guy who got killed in B'nai Brak who was looking for his son. I said, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be there soon. He then called and said, I'm going to go see what's going on. Right. You're shaking your head. I am. I didn't want to say it because, on the air. I don't know what you mean by shaking your head. Other he, than it's horrible. Yes. He <sighs> went to look, see what was happening. No. There are times where you say, no, I, I don't care what's happening. I'm going to protect myself and my family. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go away from the noise. Yeah. You have to recognize the noise. That happens a lot here. Sometimes we have to recognize the noise. You have, some people hear gunshots and this and that. Like I, I, I view things differently. You've been in the Army. I'm not a, not a, a general. Right. Right. I, so I, I've, I, I'm, I'm supposed to, I'm waiting for, a, I, I, I've actually tried volunteering for the police here. They seem to not want me, I, which is a, a nice way of saying that they can't get their act together. <laughs> <laughs> Can we shift gears? Yeah, sure. Shift away. Is that Torah? I've got, I've got some questions for you. Oh, my God. You ready? Go. These are the rapid-fire questions the I ask every guest. The Yankees. I interviewed Rav Simcha Hakbaum. Right. You know Rav Simcha. Yes, I mean, not personally, but you got know a good name. Is. And I told him one, one of my favorite stories about Rav Chaim Pinchas Scheinberg's Atzal and how he grew up a Yankees fan. Yes. So this is the one with a hundred pairs of tzitzis. Absolutely. Grew up a Yankees fan. He did have tzitzis also. He as did? As far as we know. He had tzitzis. Okay. As far as we know. Was it Batel Vashishi? It, it, it didn't matter. <laughs> no, the whole hundred tzitzis thing is what I'm right. Okay, so anyway. Um, <laughs> so what did Simcha so, say? So, no, no, no. Well, I'll tell you what he said in a second. But... The famous story I heard was that in 1996, when the Yankees won the World Series for the first time in, in 18 years, 78. Yes. 96. Correct. Um, that his Talmudim told him about it, and he started crying, and they asked him why he was crying, and he said, I'm crying because this is the first time the Yankees have won the World Series, and I don't care. Rav Simcha said, that's not the story. Oh, now you're talking. Bring it. Rav Simcha said, No. He was happy they won. But the story has been changed over the years because it's not, it's not appropriate for him to have been happy that they yes. won. Yes. Anyway, so... The story goes Rav Lichtenstein <laughs> was able to quote Mickey Mantle's okay. statistics. That's the story. Um, Rav Lichtenstein's father was my father's French teacher. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, rapid-fire questions. Shoot. In the Schrader household, Kedem or Israeli grape juice? Neither. Wine. Wine. Even when the kids were little. Wine. Wine. Really? One daughter likes Kedem grape juice. 
I believe that that is, you're supposed to order Ketam grape juice with a vial of insulin. With a vial of insulin? Yeah. Because it's too much sugar in it. Absolutely. Okay. It's a diabetes, it's diabetes express. <laughs> Heinz or Israeli ketchup? Israeli. Osim. It's better. Don't and let anyone were, tell you differently. But, but, no problem. You were here in the day before Osim got its act together. Absolutely. And before... Did you, did you just... Because I remember, like, the first time I came to Israel, um, I might have ordered fries at some place, and I they had it. that, like, strawberry jam Oh, I, who knows what that thing, was. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, we don't know what that was. I just didn't use it didn't ketchup. It, right. So in those days, did you use ketchup, or did no. you just ignore ketchup? Mustard. Right, he just waited. <laughs> mustard. He waited. Okay. <laughs> the Israeli food you love the most? Falafel. Probably could eat it three times a day. Really? I mean, I've stopped because mm-hmm. I'm of a so certain healthy. age. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I could eat falafel all day. Is there an Israeli food that you're like, I don't understand how anybody could like this? Olives. Olives? I, there's not, really not a food in the world that I don't eat. Okay. I, I, uh, to be fair. Um, but you're not sitting and like munching on olives it, it, when they're it, it, with it, the pickles it, on the table. We have, we're thing. six people in the family now, seven. But, right. Um, six people, soon to be eight, Bezrat Hashem. Um, and the... Or nine, even. Um, the, uh, we split three-three on the olives in the family. Judy and I do not eat olives. I have two children who love them. Right. Two, the other two can tolerate them. But Judy and I won't eat olives. Okay. Your favorite place to be in Israel, other than your own community or your own home? Where do you love to go? Years ago, I used to say Neot Kedumim. I haven't been there in a long time, so I guess I'm, it's just not true. The whole Mishnah Sukkah thing? Yeah, all that stuff. I loved it. It was, just, it, it was that was... That's When's the last time you went? That's I. Yeah, 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 that's it's right. everything. It's everything about it. When's the last time you went? Could be 10, 12 years ago. So when are you going next? I have no idea. So, that, so the answer is to the question, <laughs> the place that I want to be, and you know what? Well, no, Tkudumim is the answer. What's yeah, it's, it, it was an answer, but it's not fair because it's just not true anymore, I guess, because I just don't go. Um, I, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm not of those. I, uh, everywhere. Everywhere. I, 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 I like going to new places in Israel, places I haven't seen. I go to old places in Israel. We, Judy and I talk about like we take vacations and stuff like that, and chutzars and stuff like that. Let, let me finish Israel first. Right. Let me finish this. Let me. The Israeli Hebrew accent. What is your perspective on Olim doing it? Trying to do it, I should say. Dafka not doing it? What's your take on the whole thing? I love the fact that you changed and started doing it. Huh, okay. um, I love that. Because you know what? It, 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 there's, there's a certain barrier and the things that piss me off that, that um, like, Israelis take me less seriously. And I'm telling you, my accent is not great. It's good. It's not great. It's not bad. Right? It's, it, it's not great. Um, I'm 99% sure that the person to whom I'm speaking Hebrew, I know Hebrew better than they do. <laughs> no, I, I'm not. I believe it. I don't mean that in a, I, I'm, not, I'm not being flippant about yeah, it. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm being, like, I, I, I know the language pretty well. Um, and they tend to answer me in English. And I know this. I said, trust me, I know both languages better than you. Um, and so, it, so the accent is important for that entry. And when people say, like, ah, oh, I say, I'm called a kavod, 
Um, a, I've lived in here longer than you have, you 29-year-old punk. Um, B, um, I'm Israeli. I pay taxes. I served in the army. Did more Middleim than you will ever do. I've served in more places that you will never dream of saying. Right. So please don't call me Amerikai. Amerikai. Um, so uh, yes, it's, it's, a, it's a sore point. And I like the fact that we try and we deserve credit for it. And Shimon Peres, at the age of 90-something, had an accent that came from Belarusia. Yeah, yeah. Well, Rav Drukman also has an accent. No, no. <laughs> yeah. He definitely was. I certainly when he dabbed. Certainly when he dabbed, right? The, the Absolutely. Rish, the Rish is very yeah. uh, not Israeli. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's, a, you know, he's like evidence that there is, that there is immortality in Iran. It's unbelievable. I, it, he's like a cat. Oh, my God. It's like a cat. Every time I, every time he gives another shear on online, I'm like, what the? Yeah. You are not what? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Any pet peeves about life in Israel? Give me one. I have some. I used to have some really good ones. Um, Oh God, I can't think of one offhand. I actually just came up with a couple good ones during our conversation just now. Um, I, I, I think I have some, but I'm gonna. I'm going to forget them. I, 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 careful talking to the Bataarats. You have to be very careful about that. Uh, oh, I have, I have one of my favorite, I have two favorite things about banking in Israel. <laughs> You're going to love it. You're okay. going to love it. So when I was in the army, this is my, one of my favorite things was that I used to come to, so I would be in the army for two weeks, come home for Shabbat, have to go to the bank. Right. This is before the age of. Um, I used to come in with an assault rifle and 35 bullets and a dirty bag of laundry. And they would check my bag. <laughs> the gun was fine. They would let me walk into the yeah, bank, yeah. but walk in with the gun. Please, sir, it's only a bank. All right? <laughs> That's one. The other one is one of my favorite things in the bank. That's bank. not a pet peeve. That's just awesome. Yeah, it's awesome, <laughs> isn't it? Here's a pet peeve. When Kupot Cholim, hospitals say, like, uh, can you send us a fax? So I, I, I've, I've, I've actually said this once. I said, I don't have a fax where I am. I said, well, where are you? I said, I'm in the... 21st century. <laughs> You've actually said I that. actually said it. Um, uh, and I heard it from someone else. I don't know who yeah, I heard it from, yeah, but it was yeah. a great response. And I said, so that's a peeve. Yeah. That's a peeve that the... Yeah, ridiculous. Uh, yeah, we still, we're still doing faxes. You mentioned just a few minutes ago that uh, you have the emotional range of a teaspoon, but there must be something that brings tears of joy or pride to your oh eyes. Oh, my God. Well, almost every time we sing Hatikva, um, I, I, I'm sappy at every... Like every kind of, I, I'm watching things on the news about how people are just good to other people and, 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 and believe in Sion Newt. And, and I, I, I've become such a sap. Um, watch, I, I can cry watching the news. I cry. I don't cry. I, I, I don't, but I, I get choked up watching the news. And, and uh, yeah, I, I, I've become a bigger sap now watching all these little, you know, uh, that everyone banded together to help this family, this mother from the Ukraine come to see her son do, do Siyum course uh, Sayerat Golani. He barely speaks Hebrew. She nothing. He can't even be, he can't even like be happy about it. He's like, you know, they're very, 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 they're very, very severe people. Yeah, yeah. Right? So he's like, well, I'm the uh, 
שמח <laughs> שאלימה yeah, שלי yeah. הגיעה. תודה. But he asked that question to anyone that you know. She didn't. She didn't ask that question. What I love about it is this is my home. I, I don't think anything differently. It's just like anyone living everywhere else. There are a thousand reasons every day that I love what, where I am and what I'm doing here and, and, and pleasantly surprised. Israel's the most exciting place in the world. And certainly for a Jew, it's the most exciting place in the world. It's where it's all happening. I know what's going on in America, and, and there's, there is the renaissance in America and Judaism and stuff like that. But it's still the center of the Jewish world. It's supposed to be. I, I mean, ideologically, it's the center of the Jewish world. It, it's, you know, there's the, the Gemara talks about Yerushalayim and Caesarea. Right. So now it's Yerushalayim in New York. Right. Yushalayim and Kesari are both doing pretty well right, right now. Right. It's still fine. Yeah, yeah. It's now Yushalayim in New York. It may not be Yushalayim. It may be both Lamala, but it's still... I is here. <laughs> Thanks. I made it up myself. I know. I was thinking, like, how long did it take you to come up with the question? It's never been said like that. I could give a, a facile answer is the religious imperative. I, I, Jewish homeland. This is the Jewish homeland, period, the end. If you think it's important to be Jewish, French want to live in their homeland, don't they? Don't Americans want to live in America? Yeah. Right? Jews who want to live in the Jewish homeland. This is our... Herzl had it right. He understood it. He understood it in, in a, on, on, on many levels. Not all of them, but many <laughs> levels. No, no. Sure. E- even he would admit it. Achad Am had probably a better shot. It's a Jewish homeland. This is, my daughter painted that picture. Like I, this is my home where my children view the world and see the world and have a, a picture of birds with like shiratayam behind you and and uh, my kids and their ki- this is my home everything in that word is pregnant with every meaning you want it to be and they're all true and they're all applicable Stu Schrader Go Jasper you're the man <laughs> thank you very much for returning again to your Aliyah story. It was great. Thanks for the whiskey. You just have more. Let's do one more. Okay. Oh, you convinced me. <laughs> <laughs>